It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight talking Gamecock baseball today. And Kip, this Gamecock sweep of LSU over the weekend you know, I feel like it could be a turning point in the season, Kip. The Gamecocks are back to 500 in SEC play, and all the problems that the Gamecocks have had this year seem to go away, at least for one weekend. The Gamecocks look good this weekend against 19th-ranked LSU. Well, it certainly gets game, the Gamecocks back in the mix, Emerson. It's a, it was a huge weekend, uh, obviously, to get them statistically back in the mix uh, to be able to have a chance to make the postseason. But I think more important mentally, I believe it's a huge win for them uh, to be able to sweep LSU, and they still got to take care of business. Still got a long ways to go, but uh, they, they certainly put themselves back in in a good position. And uh, you know, the sky's the limit for them. They just got to keep playing one game at a time, and 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 try to you know not not have some bad uh, midweek games that they've had this year. That, that's been a struggle for them. So. It all starts again back tonight uh, at, you know, in Greenville against Vermin. Right. The Gamecocks have had problems with these midweek games. We'll get to more on that in just a moment. But, Kip, I wanted to get you to talk about the LSU series. Carolina got off to a great start Friday night. Logan Chapman, the starting pitcher, and the Gamecocks blanked LSU 11 to nothing. Yeah, Chapman was outstanding. I mean, he was great from the get-go. And, you know, a guy that's, um, you know, a freshman coming out and just – his changeup was outstanding. You know, this is, he obviously threw three good pitches. His fastball was good. He's got a good breaking ball as well. But uh, he was outstanding. I mean, just from the very first first batter, I think he hit. And then uh, it seemed like after that, he just was uh, dominant the whole game. And it, it was as complete a series as South Carolina's had in a long time. Just a really, really good start on Friday night by Logan Chapman. All right, and then Saturday's game two, Kip, the Gamecocks won 11-4, and LSU didn't score until the eighth inning. So Carolina shut LSU out in the first game and held them scoreless for seven-plus in game two. So it was all Carolina to that point in the series. Yeah, South Carolina, again, they put themselves, they got a great shot now. They're back at 500 in the SEC, and uh, they just got a, you know, the biggest thing, Emerson, I think, is they got a lot of players back. I mean, we're here without Madison Stokes and, Noah Campbell missed a lot of time. T.J. Hopkins uh, missed double-digit games. I mean, those are that's three of their top four hitters. And Carlos Cortez now hitting over 250, a guy that was hitting a buck 60, a buck 80, a lot of the season. So it's it's uh, it's definitely an offense now that you know other teams certainly have to be concerned about. And if they can pitch well enough and get that timely hitting. Uh, they could be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Yeah, Kip, to me, you know, this series was underscored by the fact that T.J. Hopkins made his return and all of a sudden the Gamecock offense looked very potent again. I think, you know, I, I may personally have underestimated the 
value of T.J. Hopkins to this lineup because with him back and swinging the bat well this weekend, the Gamecocks look real good. Yeah, Hopkins is uh, huge for them and uh, just a really good player, obviously a good center fielder and uh, certainly a, a guy that has a lot of good at-bats and you know, just a key, a key guy for them. I mean, they, they've got – you know, they're a team that I don't think if you look at up and down the lineup, they can just line up and go out and play and, and be more talented maybe than a lot of other teams that they play. But, you know, South Carolina won two national championships, in my opinion, and they weren't the best team out there at all times uh, from a talent standpoint. But it's more to baseball than just uh, talent. And uh, South Carolina willed themselves to victory on Sunday, coming back after being down 6 to nothing. Just uh, outstanding brand of baseball and very, very fun to watch. Yeah, that Sunday game, Kip, was something else. Uh, LSU appeared to, you know, get on track in the early innings Sunday. They jumped out to a 6 to nothing lead. It looked like they were in great position to take the third game of the series and avoid the sweep. And, you know, I, again, I don't want to, you know, speak too soon. The Gamecocks have still got a lot of work to do, but it felt like Sunday's game, you know, could be a season-defining moment for this Carolina baseball club. They come from 6-0 down. Justin Rowe hits the two-run home run to tie the game in the sixth. The Gamecocks have all the momentum at that point and go on to win it 8-6 and get the sweep. And it was just what the doctor ordered for this Carolina baseball team, get them back to 500 in league play. And, Kip, to me, it felt like, you know, a couple months from now we may look back and say that was the game where it all turned to the better for the Gamecocks. Yeah, it certainly is an opportunity for that. I mean, I felt like they had that opportunity this past Thursday a week ago uh, at Arkansas in Fayetteville, uh, Logan Chapman pitching really well there, getting to the fifth inning, and uh, I believe not allowing a run, and then winning on on Thursday night. Carlos Cortez hitting the game winning home run, I believe in the sixth or seventh inning, a go ahead two run bomb, and really really good uh, piece of hit hitting off the field, and they went on to ended up losing the series. But uh, you know this is a young team, a team that. Um, you know, scarred a little bit, if you will. I mean, a team that didn't really play that well last year. And, uh, you know, they, they needed some good bounces. And they got some good bounces throughout the series this weekend. Don't get me wrong. I do think the better club won. I do think South Carolina was the better team. You know, looking at it up and down, I felt like if South Carolina could get the LSU's bullpen, uh, they'd have a really good chance. Uh, and that that's, that's a positive moving forward. I, I feel like that. You know, South Carolina probably has five or six pitchers that didn't even pitch in the LSU series that I personally like more than uh, what I saw at LSU's bullpen. So that's a compliment, a huge compliment to South Carolina's pitching staff. And, uh, you know, again, I, it's right there for these guys. They've just got to take advantage and go out and do it. And they've got they've got opportunities this weekend. And obviously i got to get past Furman tonight. But they, they've, uh, they've certainly got an opportunity to – uh, the season's right in front of them now. Gamecock Central Radio talking Carolina baseball here with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips. Kip now doing color analysis for the SEC Network's baseball coverage, and he won the Golden Spikes Award during his playing days for the Gamecocks. So, Kip, Carolina now 23-17 and 17 overall and 9-9 nine and nine in SEC play. We talked about it last week. You know, the Gamecocks were in sixth place out of seven teams in the SEC East but only three games out of second place. So, sure enough, Carolina sweeps LSU, and now, you know, they're right back in the thick of the SEC East race, 
And Furman is the next opponent for the Gamecocks Tuesday night game. It'll be at uh, Greenville. Four road games for the Gamecocks this week, starting Tuesday night at Furman. And Furman came to Columbia and beat the Gamecocks at Founders Park 6-4 to four back on March the 2nd. Yes, yeah, uh, certainly got to take care of business tonight. I have Carmen Bajinski on the mound, I believe. And Carmen's a guy that's, you know, was normally a four-seam slider guy, four-seam fastball and a slider guy. But, uh, you know, now he's throwing a two-seam fastball and really trying to make that adjustment. And he's a guy that can certainly go out and run through this lineup. And I certainly think he'll try to feed off that momentum that South Carolina built over this past weekend. And I, I just think this is a hungry team right now. They they failed. Uh, they, they've been knocked down. And uh, they've also responded uh, really well at times. You know, this is a team that came back after being down 6 nothing in Doug Kingsmore Stadium against Clemson and didn't end up winning the game, but um, they, they, they've they've shown signs of greatness, and uh, they, it was all put together this past weekend. They just got to build off that and keep that momentum going in Greenville tonight. Kip, I caught an interview with uh, Mark Kingston, Gamecock head coach, on the radio this week in Columbia, and he was talking about you know what the Gamecocks need to play better and to win more of these midweek games. It's been a problem for South Carolina this year. You know, they've lost to – uh, the Citadel, and they've lost to Furman. And they, you know, they've had problems with these midweek games, and that's something that, uh, particularly during the Ray Tanner years, you know, the Gamecocks won the vast majority of these midweek games, particularly against the in-state schools. So for whatever reason, the Gamecocks just have not shown a lot of desire, a lot of want to at all times uh, during these midweek games. And Mark Kingston said on the radio in Columbia this week that it's just a game, this Furman game Tuesday night that Carolina's got to win. You know, he didn't break it down and overanalyze it. He just said, look, we have got to play better, and we got to play with more intensity in these midweek games. So maybe the LSU sweep has given the Gamecocks the motivation that they need, you know, a chance to extend this win streak now and keep the momentum going into what will be another critical SEC series this weekend at Vanderbilt. Yeah, it comes down to, you know, I don't even think it's X's and O's. It just comes down to these guys being up and ready to play this game tonight. I mean, this is a, a game they should win, you know, worst case, 6-2. to two. I mean, this is this should not be a team that the, the Gamecock pitching staff gives up three or more runs, and it should be a team that South Carolina scores, you know, seven runs and gets ten plus hits. I mean, it's just that simple. And uh, you know, they they just got to go out and take care of business and uh, make it a business trip. Go to Greenville and you know have a good game and uh, come back and get ready to go back on the road and. Get ready for a tough weekend in Nashville against uh, Vanderbilt. I mean, every weekend stuff in the SEC, and uh, I think everyone's seeing that. I mean, you're looking at uh, a conference that is just everyone's beating each other up, and uh, it's, it seems like it's that way every year. And South Carolina's just got to mentally be prepared and and take advantage of the opportunities in front of them because they certainly have an opportunity now to, to get back into the, the thick of things as far as postseason goes. No question. 7 o'clock start Tuesday night for the Gamecocks at Furman. And then we'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanity is 10-8 and in league play and another team that's uh, in Carolina's way as the Gamecocks uh, have opened the second half of SEC play with a sweep of LSU. And we got four SEC series left, Kip. It'll be at Vandy this weekend, then home series against Ole Miss and Missouri, and at Texas A&M for three to wrap up the regular year. Yeah, South Carolina's just – Again, that, that that stretch here at the end now, I mean, it's it almost it's kind of hard to say. It looks easier than what they've had, but hmm. it's just a tough SEC this year. South Carolina's, 
you know, but as we've seen, the parity in college baseball, they got to be ready to play tonight. I mean, this is a team that just swept LSU, but they also lost the Presbyterian less than 10 days ago. Hmm. So they, they've got to come ready to play no matter who they play. And uh, that's what South Carolina program and baseball has been built upon is just playing hard uh, and being tough and overcoming adversity and uh, maybe playing a level above even what their talent is, I think is a, a good way of saying it. And um, maybe had an opportunity to do it. It's right in front of them. They've got to go out and do it. Hey, regardless of how things go the rest of the way, Kip, the sweep of LSU has really put a lot more excitement around Carolina baseball, and this program feels like it's on the uptick right now. Yeah, it certainly does. It's a good time to be at Gamecock, and uh, hopefully they can win tonight and, and have a good weekend this next uh, this coming weekend in Nashville and be a fun time next week at Founders Park. Kip Balknight, Gamecock legend, our weekly analyst here on Gamecock Central Radio. Kip, thanks for your time. Thank you, Emerson. Go Gamecocks. That's Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Kip and I will come back later in the week and preview the Vanderbilt series here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.